0: This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: We're starting right now with Ronald McDaniels. Well, congratulations, uh, Ronald McDaniel. And uh, uh, give us an an update. Uh, Where are we uh, uh, with the uh, GOP? I mean, uh, uh, people want to hear who is the leading candidate. What do you think? Where are we? Well,
2: one, I'm really jealous that I'm not there with you guys in studio. Thank you all for all you do, John. Thanks for all you do. Uh, Listen, first of all, the GOP is going to have a great night tonight because instead of Nancy Pelosi sitting behind Joe Biden, it's going to be Kevin McCarthy because we won won Mm. the House back and we took the gavel away from Pelosi. And we're just gearing up already for a great Senate map in 2024. A lot of seats that are very winnable, West Virginia, Ohio, Montana. Arizona, a much better map for us in 2024. And then the White House race is already on and up and running.
1: Well, that sounds uh, uh, great. And uh, uh, the one thing where everybody was worried about that red wave and it didn't happen, except New York delivered to you, New York delivered to to the GOP. Uh, And I guess Kevin McCarthy wouldn't have it without New York. Um, New York
2: and California, go figure.
1: California did really well, too. We picked up a seat there. So New
2: York and California, two blue states, helped us with winning the House.
1: Well, people in New York were mad as heck, and they couldn't take it anymore. And uh, I think that made the difference. But the the one thing that the American people don't realize, that the Democrats out-talk you sometimes. Do you know that after Joe Biden uh, promised uh, all his college students $10,000? 26 million applications were filed? Is that possible?
2: Uh, I don't know the exact number, but it doesn't surprise me. And we all saw what he did with the, the unions as well. I mean, Joe Biden is taking taxpayer dollars and using it to... Help get votes for people. Uh, election. It gets, and them, it gets them, them the election,
1: process. Rona. It gets them the election. People, yep. 26 million college kids came out and voted, and they believed them. The same way what happened in Georgia uh, when they the Democrats promised everybody in Georgia, we'll give you $2,600 next week if you vote for us.
2: Well, Georgia, we won eight no, out of nine. No, I'm talking about the left. 2020, and 2020. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But in 2022, we, I mean, we won eight out of nine by five to nine points. I mean, Stacey Abrams, we beat her by a ton, by nine points in a race that should have been neck and neck. So Georgia went really red. Florida went really red. Texas went really red. We have a divided country. I where I think we have, we've got to pull the youth vote in. Biden did a good job on the student loan forgiveness and then independence. Independence didn't break our way in some of these battleground states and we need them to come to the Republican Party. And that's where the economy is gonna be our, our issue as we head into 2024, because we are gonna have a recession, I believe. We do have high inflation and Joe Biden is gonna be, you know, we had the balloon go across our country this weekend, you know, full of hot air. We're gonna have a president full of hot air giving the State of the Union tonight.
1: R- Rona, it's Tony Carbonetti. F- first of all, congratulations. I mean, hey, it's a Tony. very tough job. I mean, do you wake up the next day going, what did I just do to myself again? <laughs> Is it?
2: Yes. yes
1: <laughs> so, 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 so as the leader of the party in, in, in 2020, it's obviously was a very easy choice having a sitting president in 2024 with an ex-president in the field. Do you feel the same obligation to support the ex-president?
2: The RNC has to stay neutral. I mean, that, th- there's no option for the RNC. It's part of our bylaws. So what you're going to see coming out of the RNC in the next, this month, we'll be announcing the first debate. And ah, great. it's already starting. So we, we get our RFPs back um, in the next week, and then we'll be meeting and announcing the first two debates, maybe more, uh, and that criteria. So the Will that be this summer? Presidential race. Yep. It'll be this summer. It's off and running. Wow.
1: Excellent. So we've
2: got to create a fair playing field. Here's the reality. The voters get to choose the nominee and it starts in Iowa and then it goes to New Hampshire and then it goes to Nevada and then it goes to South Carolina and so on and so forth. But the voters need to choose. But the RNC needs to make sure that we give each candidate an opportunity to go out and say this was fair. It was done in a transparent way. And then they can go earn the votes. But I I don't know what the field's going to look like yet. Some. The president, President Trump's already in. It sounds like Nikki Haley's about to announce. Uh, a, a gentleman from Rhode Island announced over the weekend a, a self-funder. So who knows?
1: Have they finished counting the last bo- votes in Iowa yet?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we didn't have that problem. It was the Democrats that had that problem. Craig Eaton,
0: uh, uh, 10 years GOP chairman. Rona, this is Craig. I was the chairman in Brooklyn for 10 years and the vice chair in the state Thank party you. under Chairman Cox. So I, I do feel your pain. But congratulations, congratulations! Thank
2: you. I mean, York County chairs in New York. I was with Chairman Cairo, and you guys are amazing. Joe's great. great. New York New York, you guys are so lucky because you like old-school county chairs that just do such great work. So thank you. Hats off to you for being Brooklyn but, County but Chair. I just
0: want to say, you know, we really we really gave you Loloda, uh, Lawler, Molinaro, you know. And, and I want to credit John and WABC for those victories as well because yeah. they've been on these shows. They're on all of John's shows here at WABC repeatedly during the election. So so John should take a victory lap, too, for all the work he that should. he did. He Take a
2: bow, John. Um, yes, John, see, I mean, you know, of, these, these you are people –
0: these are people, Rona, that, that we all worked with, you know, that we all. And
2: D'Esposito and, and, yes. Gar, um, and um, Garbarino. I mean, you go through the state. I mean, I, I was blown away when I went to Nassau and I spent a day with Chairman Cairo and um, and Bruce Blakehead. I mean, I, or Blakeman, I, they, it was unbelievable. And these candidates in New York rallies around their own. I mean, it is a great community there. And you guys are fed up and you're sick and tired of the liberal policies and. Thank yeah. goodness, because it helped help us win the House.
0: And also, Congressman Pete King was a very big supporter of Desposito. Yes. He was with him almost every day and talking on the radio every day about him. So, you know, we did a lot here to help, but, you know, we're coming into 2024, who do we think? Who do you think is going to come out? What candidates are going to come out?
2: In, in presidential yeah, or? Yeah. I, I mean, we, I we think have... it's going it to, we've got a huge Field. I mean, we have a, a, an embarrassment of riches when it comes to great candidates. Obviously, President Trump, I, I would say, is a front runner with, with the polling, and then you've got Governor DeSantis. Who knows if Governor Yunkin runs? But there's a Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence. uh There's wow. so many That's potential candidates out there. We're preparing our rules, which we'll we'll put out after we announce the first debate for potentially two debate stages Uh, that that's, we have to be ready for that potential because there could literally be uh, 12 to 13 to 14, maybe even 16
1: candidates. Wow. Well, that'd be another candidate. Dominic Carter. Yes. And uh, Madam chair of the uh, RNC, Ronald McDaniel uh, you're here obviously on cats at night with the John Katz show. The, the state of the union is tonight. And, and what are you expecting? What are you expecting to hear from the Democratic president?
2: Yeah, I was actually just at the Capitol with Speaker McCarthy. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to hear a lot of Joe Biden lying and blaming and not telling the truth to the American people. I mean, there was just a poll that was put out that 71 percent of the American people feel like they are worse off, that our country's on the wrong track. People are really hurting. They're suffering with this high inflation, with this open border. Our kids are still absolutely suffering deficits from the pandemic shutdowns. I know this as a mother of a senior in high school. Uh, And Joe Biden's not going to address any of that. So it'll be blame, lies, and then he'll go hide again. This is his pattern. Doesn't talk to the press, has no accountability. So I'm not really interested in his rhetoric. What we have to look at is his record, and it is abysmal for the American people.
0: And it's uh, it's Richard Weinberg. and It's not a coincidence, by the way, that the Democratic Party has now moved the primary schedule around, leading off with uh, South Carolina, is it?
2: No, it's not. And I think it signals how weak Joe Biden is as a candidate. Because if you remember, Iowa, they couldn't get the results in 2020. It probably would have gone to Buttigieg. And then Biden came in eight in New Hampshire. So he has gone in and said, I am going to rework the calendar put South Carolina first, which gave him his huge win and really, really catapulted his nomination in 2020. And he put them as first out of the gate, moved Michigan up the calendar, pretty much walked walked away from Iowa and is pretty much walking away from New Hampshire. I mean, it's really, really uh, an upending of history. Uh, there's a reason why you go to Iowa and New Hampshire. There are states that are cost effective. You can do retail politicking. It, those voters are very in tune. They take that uh, responsibility very seriously. So by upending that calendar, it shows that Joe Biden's worried, I think, about uh, Rona? anybody challenging him.
1: Uh, we yeah. only have a minute left. We always go a hard break. But my opinion, uh, when the New York Times, the, New- the Washington Post and CNN and other, uh, lo- those stations decided uh, are talking badly about Biden, somebody in the Democratic Party say- has decided he's out. He doesn't know that yet because he's saying he's still in. <laughs> But uh, that's the reality
2: classified classified documents (laughs) Uh, and they're found from internally. I I don't know. I think his party does not want him to be the nominee, but he's running. I think he's running. He's planning on being the nominee despite what his party wants. Uh, And that's the conundrum the Democrats have. And then we have these great candidates. We just need to make sure they support each other, that we unify that whoever gets the nomination, everybody else needs to support that nominee. Otherwise, we won't win. A divided party cannot win. We we all all
1: agree. Rona, uh, thank you so much for uh, coming on today and updating all the American people. And we'll catch up with you again real soon.
2: Thank you, guys.
0: It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.